Hi, welcome to Film Nerds Hour. I'm doing the intro, which I didn't. I definitely didn't tell you I was doing it. I was just like, "Hello, and welcome back to the Half-Assed Morning Show." Welcome. <laughs> How half-assed is this morning show? Or I mean, the Half-Assed Noon Show. I was going to say, no, 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 no. Calling it the Half-Assed Morning Show. Are we past the one-minute mark for YouTube? I don't know. It's 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 a word for a donkey. If YouTube has that much of an issue with it, right. then there's something wrong with America. It's called half. No, that would be the perfect... We're past minute by, but mark by now. Um, if we called it that, that would be perfect because it does upload at noon. So it really would be a half ass morning show. Because it doesn't even upload in the morning. It, up, it, it uploads at, like, the stoner morning, you know? Oh, man. Good place <laughs> to listen to these dudes. Yeah, that's right, bro. I would love it if Tommy Chong was just, you know, blazing it and listening to our stuff. Right. Yeah, these I, guys I, are pretty. Even if Cheech pretty, was listening to it, I'd, I'd still like that. I I don't know. I would you. How much honor would you feel if like they were like, okay, we cast these two characters. It's gonna be Cheech and Chong. How would you be like? Oh my god! <laughs> for for wait for wait what? Anything. Like if you were making a movie and the casting agent told you that Cheech and Chong were cast as some older gentlemen in the movie. I don't know what those are. You don't know what Cheech and Chong is? No. Tommy Chong and Cheech is the other guy. They made a bunch of stoner movies oh, called Cheech and those, Chong. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen those yet. Yeah. But the, I do feel like that'd be a fun ass Well, you might know the Cheech, he was um, he was the uncle, quote-unquote, in Spy Kids. He was the guy who they'd call uncle, and he kept going, I'm not your uncle, that guy. Oh, for instead of Uncle Machete. Exactly. Well, in the first one, they also had Uncle Machete. Okay. Okay. But he kept saying, I'm not your uncle. He's the bald guy, you know? Man, Spy Kids all the time in the world. Starman being the dad. I know, that was weird. And and Invisible Girl being the mom. Or Invisible Woman. Invisible Woman? All that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. But. Yeah, go on. Uh, we are moving our themes to a more underwater basis. Oh, that's literally the title of the movie. <laughs> Yes. Underwater. Oh, shit. I did say the title. Underwater with Kristen Stewart from 2020. <laughs> well, do, do we have to have the sound effect of Peter Griffin? Ah, he said it. He's at it. <laughs> he might one day. But yeah, this is a this Hope is so. a Kristen Stewart movie. So for yes. those of you who, for those who of actually, you who who are like, oh, Twilight Lady, no, leave right now. Uh, <laughs> or anybody who like, because I know that, and I'm not saying it in a bad way. No. I know there are a lot of people who've seen her that mostly have just been. Uh, LGBTQ movie. So, if yeah, you want to see a little bit, for, of... she did one for Christmas. I I liked yeah. it. So, I mean, if you want to see her outside in um uh, another more type of serious role and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, this is the perfect opportunity to. Yeah. She did amazing, and it kind of mm -hmm. gives you a taste of 
uh, what she would be like an alien, actually. Which, right. which this movie I wouldn't be opposed a, to it. Yeah, this movie is almost a carbon copy of the original Alien, but that's not a negative uh, thing. I, I the original Alien. I definitely would have been a fan of seeing her as uh, Amanda Ripley. That's for sure. Oh, like if they did a remake of Alien, please don't do that. But if they did well, a remake of Alien, I said Amanda, not Ellen. Oh, oh, from the the video game. Oh, yeah, she would be good at that. Yeah, because. They they always revealed they revealed an alien that uh, Ellen had a daughter. Then they finally were like, oh well, you know what what perfect opportunity then to go do a game about it, which I which I like because I think it expanded a lot more on her lore. It bums me Um, out that they never because we know the movies. It bums me out that they never reunited though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I always knew that that was going to happen. That was kind of the thing with aliens being like Ellen learning that her daughter died of an old age but was happy. Right. But they did use a picture of an older Sigourney Weaver, like they aged it, or the picture of a oh, grandma. I don't remember. That's cool. I like that. So, that's a nice eventually, touch. if we do Aliens, we'll, we'll give you guys a bit of the facts there. But Yeah. Can't wait to talk about Alien 3 with you. <laughs> <laughs> Alien 3 is definitely a movie. We can, we can say that much. You should. I would definitely use that movie as an example of like this is what happens when studio interference goes too far because the original Alien Three was supposed to be way better. Yeah, definitely like uh, the David I the David Ayer cut. David Ayer. I just can't. I can't remember if it's Ayer or Ayer. It's spelled Ayer, but it's pronounced Ayer. Like Bel Air. Did you hear they're making a new Bel Air show? Yeah, and I saw the thing for it. And so uh, I'm confused by that. Is it going to be more serious? Because that's sounds... it's going to be like a yeah, it's going to be like a dram- uh, dramatic. Oh, that sounds. And dumb. a lot of people were already like, IGN didn't even say their name because like no. the actor's name. They just said this kid who yeah, wants this to guy. take. Well, they literally said, "Here's the kid. This kid who's going to take on the role of pretend or trying to achieve the status of Bel Air." Mm-hmm. And it was like. <laughs> you, you're the one dude's like you didn't even say his name. Say the actor's fucking name. Yeah, yeah. Cause and they went, yeah, for a show that's gonna be canceled in one season. <laughs> Somebody just there's a bunch of people just flat out said, I'm like, damn. Well, st- I I agree that that might happen, but also I do agree on the other side of like, it's an actor and this is like yeah. his first big thing. Clearly, I mean, I don't recognize him. Will so, like, Smith did give him his blessing, so in that and case, and he I mean, narrated the trailer. That should prove. So like, but. I, I, I'm not saying I'll enjoy the show. I probably, if I watch it, I probably won't. But, like, I'm, I'm just saying give the kid recognition because all, oh, he, yeah, knows, give the actor all he knows is he got a part. And he's probably well, excited about it. And for know? a Will Smith thing, I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, that's, exactly. That's a big deal. Anything with Will Smith, I would be like, so. this is sick. Yeah. Um, um. But, yeah, Underwater. Good cast. Yeah. Good cast. Uh, fantastic cast. And it... Um, besides, uh, if you guys want to look it up for yourselves, um, yeah. I'm going to let you do it, but T.J. Miller, which is He's very unfortunate. He's been through some things that, um, uh, yeah, I don't like him. Where I'm I, like pretty... the ca- I like the characters he plays. And I know we tried turning down this ring, but that does really piss me the fuck off. Cause it does. It, 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 it... No, I don't know how Deadpool 3, I mean, it's not like Weasel was really in there that much, but right. it really kind of is one of those things where it's like, you didn't really need to fuck up like that. But He, he was going to be, um, he, well, he actually was. He was in town uh, not that long ago. Because he did stand up at this like little this venue in in the Mall of America, and there was a part of me that was so tempted because like how they do that venue is you walk off stage and you walk near the crowd, and like I was at the venue one time, 
the the week before actually, and I was actually able to say hi to the comics and like give them high fives and fist bumps. <laughs> and I know for a fact if you and me went, you would have been like, "Hey man, I don't like you." <laughs> I'm more or less would have been like, "Thanks for fucking up everything that I like about you." Yeah, but, you know. Well, he probably glad you thought of yourself because he has comedic timing. He probably would have clapped back with, "Well, thanks for the money for the ticket. <laughs> thanks for the non-refundable money, man. I really appreciate it." There was a, before all that stuff happened, there was a scandal where he, like, a video surfaced where he slapped an Uber driver when he was drunk. Jeez. Yeah. I don't know. We're, we're, I, I don't want to talk about him anymore on the but. honest chance we get hit with a, with a libel charge or something. Well, judging by how the or system wait, works with Johnny libel's, Depp. Libel's print. It would be slander, wouldn't it? It's public opinion, so I mean... Okay. I don't think... Unless we're gonna, unless we're gonna get sued for, you know... Unless we get huge... Stating our opinion... Yeah. Imagine we get a million subscribers tomorrow. Local Minnesotans are being sued by TJ Miller. <laughs> Thanks for the autograph. Yeah, exactly. And now I can sell it going, look at this BS, guys. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I get a... Uh, yay, you, you... Now more people know about our show. <laughs> Thanks for the free advertising. Yeah, seriously. Thanks for letting people know. <laughs> Don't know how much money you expect to get, but... Yeah. <laughs> we'll make more in the long run. Thank you. Um, um, but yes, uh, he's in it... Again, I like his character he plays in it, because his character is very funny. I yeah. don't know why he carries around the stuffed bunny. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, so we had him as Paul uh, Abel, and then we had Kristen Stewart as Nora Price. Yes. Uh, Jessica Henwick, which you guys will yeah. know from uh, Iron Fist. Yes, Iron Fist, Game of Thrones. She's one of the Sans sisters. Which, still want to see Iron Fist be trained by Shang Chi, Finn Jones. Right. That would She's, be awesome. She, she, you know this. The audience knows this. She, she is a queen. She, if, if she can call me, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Anyway, because so we want to cast her in things. Vincent okay. Castell. Castell. Is, is it Castell? W. Lucian. 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 Okay, and then John Gallagher Jr. as a uh, Liam Smith, and then we had, uh, who? Which one is? Oh, right, go ahead. That's it. Who played Mam- Rodrigo? Mamadou. That that's who I was trying to get to, Rodrigo. Mamadou Afi. I'm sorry if we mispronounce your name, dude, because you're a great actor. You're great. Yeah. You're great in this movie. You were he... one of the only parts I liked about Unicorn Store. Like he's good. Which he was barely in this movie. Yeah, it bumps me because he's really good. But hey, that shock of him getting killed off—that worked. Yeah. The. Well, it was just so quick. Right, but um, who's the who's the guy who we love? He was in, he was in um, he was in tw- Ten Cloverfield Lane. He was in uh, Hush. He's in a lot of stuff. He he he's the guy who wore all the Hawaiian shirts in this movie. I'm not sure I remember. You who. probably let read his name off. Not the older guy though. Are you talking about John Gallagher Smith? Is it John Gallagher Smith? And that'll be the only other person. Yep, yep, it's him. Oh yeah, but he yeah. was in Belco and Come He's Play, which I really want to see. Come Play, yeah, and Hush, really. He does. Have you seen him in Hush? Uh it's been a very long time since I've that, seen that. That movie yeah, really points. That movie really points out this dude. He's got so much range. I really want to work with him at some point because, like, he's so scared and. Oh, it's and, still on Netflix, so I can yep. watch it too. Mm-hmm. He's so scared and like so much of an idiot in Ten Cloverfield Lane, and then he's the reluctant hero esque dude who doesn't really know what he's doing in Belco. And in Hush, he is terrifying as all shit, like just with how callous he is. 
Like he's he's he really can do a lot. I really like him. Yeah, I am excited to see kind of where his career goes a little bit more too as uh, mm-hmm. some more stuff comes out. But yeah, so that's pretty much a solid cast. I mean, yeah. by no means, and I don't get why people crucified this film because by no means was this ever supposed to be a huge film. It was yeah. It was just a fun little blockbuster that came out yeah. uh, early 2020, January 11th, I think, or the 19th, and I saw I it in so. theaters right before it left because that was something that looked really interesting wish, to me because I love creature I wish features. Seeing this in the- I wish I could have seen it in theaters. It was great in theaters. I loved the, the atmosphere, and it was really one of those. I think I saw this back-to-back with uh, Glass, actually. Oh, that's nice. And I, and I was just very blown away because those two were about to leave theaters, and I was just super happy. Yeah. If I'm remembering right. That you saw them, not that they were yeah, about to no, leave theaters. Yeah, no, that I was happy. Let's make I got it to, clear. <laughs> it's very happy that I got to catch those before they left, so that made me quite happy. Oh, um, yeah. So yeah, and when I saw Kristen Stewart was a part of it, that made that piqued my interest too because I was like, yeah. "Oh, she's in something different." We will. So that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. She looked really good in it too. You and I will be the ambassadors and preachers of this every time. Don't judge an actor just by one movie. She yep. is great. She's great. Um, Twilight movies were great Pattinson. action scenes, not good story. Pattinson's great. For the first one. Yep. Um, but yeah, both him, both her, and uh, Pattinson have gone on to do great great movies and yeah. show that they have a significant amount of range definitely give them more of a chance even yeah. though yes they were in twilight but yeah which again my argument with people being like well if it was the script problem then why would they sign on to do it i'm sorry did you see the checks yeah it's the same reason that harrison <laughs> ford comes back he's not not enjoying coming back to those franchises that much he's enjoying coming back to them because he gets to kill the characters off <laughs> I, mean, I always say too he also takes a look at those paychecks and i'm like yeah well he ain't that upset about it. No, probably not. Um, but yeah, Kristen Stewart was also in Zathura. That's something I always That's forget. That's right. And she 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 fell in love with a character we found out. Dax Shepard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I won't. I was about to spoil Zathura, but never mind. That scene was really funny. That involved Dax Shepard. You know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. But. Um, and then she was in Adventureland. And then she's been in American Ultra, which I still have yet to see, but I do yes, own it. Yes, I love American uh, Ultra. Snow White and the Huntsman, which is something I started, and it, it's it's a movie. It's a movie. It's a it's, <laughs> it's a fairy tale telling. Yeah, um, Gretel and Hansel did it better. I, I yes, it did. Um, Ad- Adventureland I saw recently because it was on it was just on TV on cable, and I watched it again, and I was like, this movie is just it's one of those perfect like relaxed mm-hmm. movies because it's just about people. I mean, you know? I can't say anything for Char- Charlie's Angels, the remake. What I can oh, say yeah. is, if you guys want to take a look at Lizzie, mm-hmm. which I heard was good, but also yeah. uh, the best one that I think people should check out that had very serious acting that she was really good in was Camp X-Ray. Oh, that's right. Where she, 2014. Yes. What, she has a movie coming out really soon, doesn't she? Where she plays Princess Diana, right? Yes, that's her new series, I think. I think it's No, it's a it. movie. It's a movie. Is it a movie or mm-hmm. I thought it might was going to be a series? I'm pretty sure it was a movie. What's um, it called? That's what I'm trying to look up here. Yeah, find it, because I want to plug it. Um, well, anyway, keep going on with the, with the movie stuff. Cause yeah, she, I... I liked her character design a lot, that they put her kind of as a blonde, kind of glasses technician that kind of brought Yeah, kind of like a, you know, a, I don't know how to say it, like... You know, not like, they didn't make her hideous, but they didn't make her, like, overly pretty. You know, she looks like, you know, a person. You know what I mean? She looked like one of those people that kind of just wanted to, okay, so it is a movie called Spencer. Spencer, thank you, yes. Spencer Um, looks really good. But continue, yes. She really did look like, 
she was just kind of existing. Yeah, exactly. Like she as didn't one of like, those workers. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's the thing. She looked like she worked at a like a state underwater a, place. Yeah, yeah, it's not what she would. Which um, also one little side note here. I'm sorry, this mm. is the last thing. I just was looking that's at fine. Spencer. Apparently, the critics loved it. Audience, Audiences not so are much. it's at fifty percent. Mm. Okay. With a lot more reviews than the critics, so I, I heard her performance was great in it. That's why I wanted to point it yeah. out, really. It looks like they um What is also they just they just it, it it looks like it's just like timeline, it was the dramatization of it. Right. Like with Bohemian Rhapsody. Well they just they just um they just talked about Princess Diana in the what is that Netflix show that deals with the royal The Crown. The Crown, yeah, they just did all the Princess Diana stuff in the Crown. So yeah. that's probably like people are like, Well, it was better in the Crown, you know what I mean? Which yeah, that's it's obviously market. it's it's a TV show. You know, there's a lot more. It's interesting. But, no, I liked uh, Kristen Stewart's look in Underwater. I really did I like did how... That was one of the things I really did like. Now, and, and there's something to say. I mean, it's really weird because we look at our everyday uniforms. Right. And it's kind of weird. Unless it's like an exclusive company or something like that. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest things is I think the reason we're drawn to kind of these... Uh, uniforms and sci-fi and other shows is because they're part of something bigger and they're part of something that I'm never going to say anything is impossible because I don't Mm -hmm. believe in that. I believe everything has some sort of possibility and truth. To an extent, yeah. I agree. So that's why I hate when people are like, well, it's the impossible. Like, there could never be an Enterprise. I'm like, you don't know that. You don't know what we're going to look like 100 years in the future. The person saying that knows there couldn't be an Enterprise in their lifetime. And in that, they're correct. And... I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe we'll still be like maybe sixty years from now they get like a first version of the Enterprise out. Yeah, I mean, they say the uh, the first person to live to be a hundred and fifty has already, already been, been born. born. Yeah, God, how I pity that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the way stuff is going right now, I'm kind of like they're gonna be like Tom Hanks in that post-apocalyptic movie that just came out. <laughs> it's just him and a robot. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I mean. I love the fact that, you know, like, when you see Whalen yutani Corp, it's just yeah. the way that they're designed. It's it's knowing that there's some sort of thing that you wouldn't typically see or something of a, of great fiction, and it's just done very well that has right. an intrigue. Same with, the, like, the Star Trek uniforms. Mm-hmm. Well, and this, this, this company, and it, this gave me, like, this company, I really did get Whalen yutani vibes. Oh, yeah, because they were doing shady shit. Yeah, well, it, it... It was digging for oil illegally, but we know that that's not... They that were was just the cover for story for the workers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, and it, like, it makes me think about, like, because after I mo- saw this movie, I was like, maybe this is like an alien prequel. And later they rebranded their name to Waylon Yutani. You know? Yeah. Which, Which I, that's an idea. I know they said that they didn't. That okay. was the one thing. Although it wouldn't have been that far off because they both come from dream. Fox, too. Yeah, I was going to say, I can dream, can I? Th- this is a great back to back with the 2015 movie Life. Yeah. Which is like a yeah. parasitic version of Alien instead, which mm-hmm. was which is super cool too. Which has a uh, Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. Ryan um, Reynolds has one of my favorite lines in that movie, where one of their crewmates is showing them a picture of their kid, and she goes, "Oh, he's like this is my wife's kid we just had," and he looks, "Oh, does she know who the father is?" <laughs> like Ryan the classic Reynolds Ryan Reynolds with... line. <laughs> And it just doesn't get old because it's Ryan it Reynolds. It really doesn't. Well, it's, it's like also... that one sarcastic friend in the room. Hi. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Uh, in 2017. 2017. That life came out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Rebecca Ferguson 
Rebecca Ferguson was the other uh, person, which this one made more money, but I also think that's because there wasn't COVID, too. Mm-hmm. So. But in any case, yes, this movie, I enjoyed it. Where, If people listening are interested, where, where can they find it? Um, I'm about to pull that <laughs> A up. A very boring place. <laughs> I think it's on Hulu, but let me double check here. It was on Hulu so. for a while. It's on HBO Max. Ooh, for sure. Um, Hulu is a premium subscription now. Yeah. It's pretty much everywhere. It's like premium subscription for Hulu, Amazon mm-hmm. Prime, uh, and that's for rent from three ninety nine from YouTube and Voodoo, which isn't that bad. I mean, I, I think you can probably get it for 10 bucks off Amazon, so if you're just kind of a movie collector like me where you see an interesting movie and you're like, ah, it's like 10 bucks. I mean, you could yeah. throw it at it. I think it's still worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gives you a really good creature feature, and and the behind the scenes are brilliant. Yeah, it's like very they did a lot of in water and underwater shots for this movie, as much as they did out of water. Right, and it, um, it, which is really cool. Uh, yeah, and you know we 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 here at uh, Nerds Hour, we we believe kind of a similar thing to uh, James A. Janisa Dead Meat. Watching the movie yourself is the only way to have your own formed opinion. You know, hearing us babble will give you an idea, but ultimately... Yeah, we advise that you watch it, and yeah. um, who knows, maybe you are one of those people that doesn't mind spoilers and that yeah. gets you engaged, and, you know, I, I know a couple of people who will listen to a movie review, and they can listen to the spoilers. And then still and want to see the movie. They'll still want to see the movie, they know what's going to happen, but they also want to see how it's done Yeah, yeah execution. Visually. Sure. Uh, I also know quite a few channels too that will describe it, but they won't describe the death. They'll just describe the cheesy ones. Yeah. Um, which that's is fair. awesome because then those people they're like, "Well, I want to know how they die." And I'm like, "Well, that's mm-hmm. why you watch the movie." Because that's kind of why I'm personally not a fan. I know you like them, but that's kind of why like I'm not a fan of kill counts exactly either. Because it just shows too much. It just shows all the kills, which is like the core premise of the movie. It's kind of like with comics. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why comic story, and then they don't you know, show all the panels and do, like, a whole fleshed-out story so you still get them. Well, I mean, they show bits and pieces. They, they, Dead Mean has also made it a point that they don't show everything, you know? Well, and, and channels are getting better about it now. Yeah. I, I just kind of, like, that's kind of been my pet peeve when it comes to, like, slashers and horror films. I mean, something like Oh, yeah, this. well, if you're watching a slasher, yeah, the point is not the story. Yeah. The point is you want to see people get killed in an interesting way. So and that's they, why you're not a fan of it? They've, they've done it. Yeah, because, I mean, like, those are the core movies. So when you just show all those... Those people are not making revenue. Like, you know, for a while, you you kind of watch Chucky for the story. Mm-hmm. Like, not the TV series, which now Great. you watch for the story and the kills. Um, mm-hmm. More so the story. But, yeah. you know, one of those things that made Chucky such a great, you know, character and such an intriguing film is you watched it for the deaths. You sure. wanted to see how he'd be creative because you knew he was going to get caught by someone. But it was a matter of also seeing how many people were in disbelief or the people that were told that didn't believe them, how fast they'd be like, oh, okay, now I'm going to react pretty fast and then deal with it. Right, exactly. So, I mean, it's kind of like one of those things where... I mean, I get it, but, you know. And to each their own. I have no problem with people watching them. I just, it's one of those things where I kind of always you, have been You like, personally are not. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather people go see those types of movies first. Or if you sure. know, at least attempt to watch it, so those people still get like the interest or the revenue. I get it for what little. Yeah, of course. You know, because yeah, I I get I get a hundred percent what you're saying, but that's why I feel like they feel the same as well, which is why they do the at the end of a kill count. Now they do kill count trailers for next week's, and then after that they put where you can watch the movie. Yeah, and like I and said, they put that little disclaimer too. They're getting better about it, like. 
you know, Underwater is one of those where you probably could watch all the kills. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like we said, it's very similar to Alien. Yeah. Um, and there's how, not that many kills. There isn't. Um, but that is one thing that I do, like, a lot. Like, this is very much more story-driven and narrative. It, it was as much as a as a story unfolding like Alien as it was survival. Right. And there is nothing more terrifying. I mean, space is one thing, and that's kind of why I like that they chose Underwater. Mm-hmm. Because underwater is the next big, vast unknown. It's arguably as terrifying. Yeah. I am not an underwater person, mostly because, and you all can laugh and say it's bullshit. I don't really care. Mm -hmm. Um, I get attacked by fish whenever I enter the water. I thought you were going to make a joke, but I won't say what joke I thought you were going to make, because then I'll be accused as a racist. Oh, no. No, we can we could swim. Can swim. I'm quite capable swim. of swimming. Okay. I'm like unlike my See, other friends. He said it. It's fine. <laughs> Don't no, attack me. That is the truth. And and there is quite a bit of truth to that. I I do know quite a few black people who do not like swimming because okay. of that reason. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I get attacked by fish. So I'm not really a fan of the water, and I'm also not a fan of uh, sub. I have submachine phobia. Sure. I do not like animatronics or machinery underwater because underwater is horrifying to me. Well, isn't I like, like pools, but I don't like the idea of mechanics trapping. Don't the um, don't people of different races they have different like amounts of density vi- in their bones. Well, it's vitamin. Muscle. It's vitamin. Uh, what, what 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 does the light give off? Vitamin D. Yes, and that's why their skin tones are different because yep, they're parts of the world where they're from. They and get less sun. I would give a history fact about the Europeans, but I don't think people are ready for that. Probably so. not. But wouldn't would that maybe be why the fish are biting at you? Um, Something no, like that, I maybe? have a different theory that I'm not going to name. Oh, okay, here for, for I was trying to go more years. about science. I feel like you're trying to go more. Well, I never else. had that problem until I did uh, certain things. So now I, now I kind of have. Noah, did you pee in an open body of water? No. <laughs> no, what? No, shut up. No. <laughs> I, I have an idea. I have my own theory on why that started happening exactly after... Theory. Better get this back to the lab. What are you talking about? Theory. But, okay. That's but, fair enough. No, I, I like the setting because also, you know, space, you have a the little bit frontier. of survival. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, you know, scientifically, depending on what you do, you have more of a... You have more of a chance... If your suit were to yeah. get torn or anything like that, what is you... it? You can in the vacuum of space, you can survive actually for like fifteen minutes because your body goes into a little coma due to the cold, something like that. I think so. Yeah, it's I like mean, getting frostbite underwater. It's and, like you could survive with your, your suit filling fill. up a little bit. Yeah, but you're also like just immobilized. So if you're mm-hmm. 50 feet under the surface, which Subnautica gives you a perfect yeah. example of that. <laughs> do they crush you in that game? I've never played that game. Um, yes, you actually do have pressure gauges until you can build more. Awesome. Um, the other thing, too, is uh, like when it. you're running out of air and you have no... Uh, you don't have like your little rover to hop into or anything like that, mm-hmm. and you are just barely in the surface and you will start blacking out, and if you can get there before you like fully black out, mm-hmm. then your eyes will reopen. You'll hear your character gasp for breath. But there's <laughs> nothing more yeah. intense inducing even for a game where you're just like, um, 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 dying, um, dying, dying, um, dying, drowning. It's, yeah. There's 2% of air, and then you, your character's your screen starts going black, and you're like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. This is what it feels like to drown. Yeah. 
you know, as as much of a simulation as it can be. But. Right, yeah. You're not actually feeling, like, pressure in your chest or something. No, I would hope not, because then, um... Can you imagine There's a movie that? concept of that, too, with VR. Oh. With v- What is it called? Uh, The Call-Up. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, I think I do know that one, yes. I thought you were talking about, um, the movie with, uh... I don't know, there's a movie where they go into a game, but there's a lot of question as to if they actually are in a game or if they're in real life. Talking about Gamer? No, no, a different one. Um, Gamer, I know. Gamer, you control people. But, um, no, it's like you, um... It's got... It's got the guy who plays Watson in the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies. Jude Law. Jude Law. But it's a thing where he he's not sure if he's in a, like, a video game or not. But there's a thing in a... You've definitely seen this clip. He's at a Chinese restaurant and he asks for the special. And they bring over, like, a bunch of dead fish and pile of bones. And he puts them together to make a makeshift gun. Where the ammo is teeth. <laughs> I'll have to search it up eventually, but yeah. yeah. It's not like Videodrome. That, that movie can go fuck itself. I hate that movie. <laughs> Right. It's a good movie, it's just it's terrifying, and I don't like that kind of geeker body horror stuff. Yeah, it's on my list of things to see. I eventually want to review it for myself. Oh yeah, definitely watch it. I'm just saying, like, because there's a, they do a thing where, like, there's garrote wiring through a dude's hand, so it constantly looks like a gun, and it's in too much detail for me to be comfortable with. Oh, like Death Watch when they kill off Andy Circus. Thank you. Yeah, spoiler yes. alert. <laughs> and you guys will probably thank me. Yeah. <laughs> You'll probably thank me. Probably. Probably. That movie also is... Nah. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, there is quite a bit in that movie. Um, you know my movies. You know my movies I don't watch. Videodrome. Uh, Sinister. <laughs> which, which you know, luckily for, for Underwater, there really yeah. isn't that much body horror, especially no. for Creature Feature, there's, which is a little surprising. There's, a thing, there's some parts in this movie that are intended to be jump scares, but they made me laugh. <laughs> there's a couple of scenes where I was just kind of like, mm, I mean... Cause, Good okay. on you for trying. Let's go into spoiler, so I because I, I want to just talk about this real quick, and then we'll go more into plot. But yes, we're going into spoilers right now. Uh, if you don't want to hear, go ahead, watch the movie, come back. Watch uh, it on HBO Max or not. Yeah. Buy the Blu-ray. I don't know. Do, do whatever you I'd advise you buy the Blu-ray. I mean, yeah. what's to lose? If you're a movie buff, it should be on your shelf just so you have it. Exactly. I, I mean, have plenty of movies that I'm not the best fan of, but I still have them on my shelf. Just because. Yeah. You know. And and usually they're on like one yeah. specific movie, which... Mm-hmm. Um, Hey, it took you a day to be a fan of House, and that's on your shelf, so sometimes it just takes time. Yeah, and I got that for, like, free, I think, or to, like, ten bucks or free. Yeah, because the woman was like, it's weird, I don't know. <laughs> well, she, yeah, she said she tried to... Uh, Watch it with a date. With some friends, and they couldn't handle it, so... Which you, you in that viewing, understood why, because you were like, what the, whoa, 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 what is this editing, whoa! <laughs> All I saw was a schoolgirl's head trying to chomp her friend's ass. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, uh, well, the and then fuck!" Anytime the martial arts girl starts kicking stuff and it goes in that weird editing with the music, you were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Yeah, I love that movie. But anyways, yeah, um, go watch it. Come back. You're gonna get spoilers and give them the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Here we are. No, so the the scene where they're walking underwater, obviously. And they see the fish creature, like, hopping. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh at that. Because it kind of looked absurd. You know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, and it's I like, almost wonder if that was supposed to be... Comical know, some of these or things. not? <laughs> well, I almost wonder if some of these things, too, where it's like it's supposed to be terrifying, but some people are like, oh, I mean, I think I saw something, but that looked ridiculous, and it's like, oh, shit, yeah. yeah. 
Now I feel bad that I laughed at you because oh, that oh. kind of thing. I get what you're saying. Well, like, also my favorite part of that scene is I don't know how well of a job it's edited because that thing jumps across in front of them clearly, and it takes them five seconds after seeing that to go, "What was that?" <laughs> well, I mean, I also think of it this way. Yeah. We also saw it from the perspective of the camera, not the not perspective the of, uh, not the perspective of being like. I thought we could assume that the camera from that perspective yeah. was the main character I, at that point, though. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I kind of look at it as driving. Oh, I got Where you. you only see so much even with your lights, so sometimes you do look ahead and you're like, if you don't have your so lights on, you're like, what? So we were able to see it clear because we're the audience. Oh. Yeah. Plus, they are walking in suits underwater. With very minimal light as well. Yeah, and they are like, I believe they said they were like 200 feet down. Yeah. There's one part in this movie that doesn't exactly... Like, I get the idea of it, but execution-wise, it doesn't really make sense to me, because... And then we'll go back to the beginning after this, but I just wanted to hear your thoughts. They go they go on their walk to the other area, right? And then they see an escape pod that's damaged. And then they tell the guys to go out to get... Like, to see if there's anything left to give to the family or something. I'm sorry, you're gonna use oxygen. Why do we give a shit? Like I get it, but like still, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, there's just a lot of other things going on. Well, it's like you're right now. Your oxygen is a precious commodity, and I just I don't I I wouldn't have seen the purpose in going to because we saw what happened to the dude who got crushed. Like there's very clearly nothing left of that person's body. Oh no, they imploded. Yeah, exactly. We we saw that. So it's just like I don't. And they found a photo. I think, but it's like, what were the odds of even finding that? You know what I mean? Right. But in any case, one thing I really like about this movie, it starts off right away with all the crazy shit. It doesn't give you any, like, waiting or, like, oh, we yeah, know stuff which, is going to happen, but when? No, which it's just, is like, something I think worked out in its favor because it set the really stakes did. high right away. And it, you know, I, one other thing that really worked in this, in, the, in this thing's element was, this movie's element, was the fact that... Uh, with the way that it did certain things, it proved that it was mm -hmm. more than... Like, its jump scares were effective, but it was more of a suspense yeah. than jump scare. And you could see you could see the experience was having a psychological toll on the, on the character. Yeah, which is there's nothing worse than a movie that doesn't do that. Right. It's the biggest turnoff. You can have jump scares it's in your movies. It's the hugest boner killer. <laughs> it, it's like... It's okay to have jump scares, but you need to back that up with something, not yeah. just have them there to be there. You need to have, like, your cast that realizes it. Like, first of all, I appreciate this movie because the cast actually, the characters were competent. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And not everybody needs to be dumb. You don't need to write everybody like an yeah. idiot. Yeah, this because isn't this isn't whatever Texas Chainsaw that was where the dude tried to run over a, a fence with a van. Right. What and the hell are you doing, dude? That, that was the thing for me. I, I really liked how these characters actually use their brains... Mm -hmm. Instead well, of just kind of being like, ah, oh, well, you know, I can try and blah, blah, blah. But does, they're too stupid to figure it out. Because that doesn't make their characters intriguing. That just makes them idiots and I want to right. see them die. Well, and it does make sense as well for these characters because they would have had to have been at least kind of smart to be employed on this station, you know? Well, yeah. They're how many miles underwater? I believe 200. Jesus, no. <laughs> like, I don't care how much money you're paying me. No. <laughs> like, because well, this could happen. <laughs> and that was the thing, too. Like, they said that each structure was for their own. 
So mm-hmm. it was like while they were connected, as soon as those pressure things, because that's why they couldn't get anywhere when the uh, cave-in started collapsing, when the station started to implode, yeah, uh, it crunched everything, every exit. Mm-hmm. Well, because it's like um, it's literally like tubes to walk through the station. Yeah. A little water starts leaking, and then everything starts freaking exploding because of the pressure. And I'm like, this is insanity. Do you know like, the game Soma? Think so. Describe. Um, it was by the same people who did Amnesia, but it takes place underwater. Uh, most of the water I believe sub- you brought this submerged. up. This up to me as well. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. that is a fantastic game, and that is a perfect representation of this movie. Of this movie, yeah. So if you and that is a horror game as well. So if you, really? you want to play a like a thriller horror type experience, um, that is a perfect game to play, and is by the same team who did Amnesia. Mm-hmm. So any of you guys, Amnesia: The know, Dark Descent. Yes, and uh, Rebirth and A Machine for Pigs. Yeah, all the Amnesia mm-hmm. games that uh, if you are a Markiplier fan, you are, you are incredibly fan. aware of. So, yes, definitely definitely check that out, too. The game that started the career of... Well, never mind. Um, Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, anyways. Yeah, so stuff just kind of starts exploding... Uh, the main character, I noticed, she doesn't even get her shoes on, which I was like, that's going to be problematic. She's going to cut the crap out of her feet. Well, that's kind of the other thing. I liked how they made it so that everything was timed just right, so even the little little things weren't even an option to get to because of the fact that it's like, exactly. you have no time. It, it wasn't like, oh, things are going down. I should yeah. get my sneakers. You know, it reminded me a lot of like why, um, even though people point to it as being a dumb plot point, I disagree with you, uh, why John McClane doesn't have shoes. In all of Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was one of the biggest things, too. It was like, you kind of need to have shoes, but you don't have shoes. And that played an important and painful role. Yes. We won't spoil, <laughs> but great movie. Which maybe, we'll do one, well, maybe we'll do Die Hard for a Christmas episode. We, I mean, it is the ultimate Christmas movie. And yes. there is a sweater on Amazon that you can get me and I won't hate you. Where it's a Christmas oh, yes. sweater that says Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yes, um, one of our guests at my work had Whoa. one of those. And they showed yes. me like... I think I might get that with my mm-hmm. next paycheck. Possibly. Get that and the one that says Nakatomi Plaza Christmas Party, nineteen eighty four or whatever. I love that those sweaters. Yes. I, yeah. But anyways, yes. Uh, I might get those just as gifts for my family. I can say that on here. They don't listen to me. Um. So. <laughs> they have chance they do. <laughs> they don't. They don't. My mother listened to it for two seconds and heard me swearing and literally said the phrase, No, my baby boy. Uh, <laughs> so. But, yes. Uh, she runs immediately into... Um, Kristen Stewart's character, not your mom. Yes, Kristen Stewart's character runs in... <laughs> shut up. She run- Shut up. Stop laughing. Um, she, <laughs> she runs into... What is uh, his character's name? Uh, I think it was T.J. Miller's character. No, no, um, T.J. Miller's the second person they both... Oh, no, to. it was, uh, uh, why, uh, Lucian. Yeah, she runs into Lucian, who's, he's got, like, headphones in, because he's all, isn't, is he also an engineer? Uh, he's the leader of the team, he's, I believe he was the chief No, 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 not staff. the, the black guy. Oh, you're talking about Rodrigo. Yeah, Rodrigo, thank you. I think yeah, she he runs was in. also an engineer, but he... He was at a lower level than her, for sure, because she knew when they got to the, um... After they run down the hall and they see the stuff going, she has to, like, hack into the thing because her card isn't... is with... She left her card, and he doesn't have the clearance for it, so she kind of opens up this panel thing, 
and connect some wires, you know. Yeah, I think he was more of maintenance. Yeah, I think so. But um, but she like shuts the door. It's one of those things where last second shuts the door on these guys, and it, it gave me a real um, Godzilla vibe. It's Godzilla twenty fourteen vibe. Yeah, it get, it's at the stakes because she's trying, and Rodrigo's like, by the time they get here. She's like, you have to do it. He's like, you have They're to close gonna it. They're going to bust open the door so we will have enough time to hopefully make it to safety. Yeah. They're but not going to make it. You have to close it. And Yeah. Which it's kind of like, you kind of hope those people know in their last moments like they also understand. Like, Yeah. Yeah, we kind of took that gamble. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, instinctively, what else are you going to do? Exactly. Same with, same with the people in Godzilla. Which I will take any moment I can to gush about Brian Cranston in that movie because him scream crying before he shuts the door just gets me every time. Oh, I mean, Tears. the man did that crawl space in Breaking Bad. Yeah, which that scene yeah. was um, how do you say, fucking horrifying. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched Breaking Bad in the longest time, but you know what my favorite episode is? Can mm. you guess? Uh it's a bottle episode, which means they stay in one place the whole time. I wouldn't really. It's been a while, so I don't remember all those episodes. And me saying this is not a spoiler for the show, because it won't make sense out of context. It's the one where they lock themselves in the lab because there's a fly in there and they have to kill it. <laughs> I think that's my favorite Breaking Bad episode. Okay. That or the one where Bill Burr's in it and he lies down on a pile of money. And he, he says to the guy, we're, we're here to do a job, not emulate Scrooge McDuck. Bill Burr, uh, what a treasure! Stuff. <laughs> I'm terrified. I would be terrified to have him on a sh- on our show because I guess he was on a podcast and the whole time he just chastised the hosts to the point where they're like, "Yeah, we needed we needed to take a week break because he really insulted us on our show." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, that's because it's Bill. He doesn't give a shit." <laughs> I feel like that's where uh, we would clash because I kind of don't mind putting my opinion out there. I just filter myself enough. Right. He, it, I think it was also pre-Mandalorian because he was like, oh, yeah, look at all this Star Wars stuff. You had fucking nerds. <laughs> know your people before you... Uh, you Know your show before you just go out and say yeah. a bunch of blatant shit. Exactly. But anyways, um, they do end up finding T.J. Miller's character. Yeah, Paul. Paul, yes. He's under some rocks, and they lift him up, and I think he says, oh, you beautiful, flat-chested elven creature <laughs> to her. God. So fucking weasel thing it, to it's say. It's so funny. Oh, and he has little Paul, which is like a little uh, stuffed bunny or something. I will say, him in this movie was fucking hilarious. I know. There, there were some jokes made at his expense that didn't exactly always land with me because like he quotes a book and Kristen Stewart just looks at him we all know you can't read and it's like alright no need to be that a dick a bit, about it yeah. like, or like at the end of the movie where they give them the bunny and she's like let him know he was a pain in the ass and it's like he died in a horrible way like, well yeah that was the hardest part of this like, movie like mm-hmm. when he died he was like that was fucked you know what else I didn't notice until I just now thought of it Hmm. And we're in spoiler territory, so I can say it, and it's going to click right when I state this. The characters die in the order they appear. Except for Kristen Stewart. I never really thought about it. Like, we meet Rodrigo first. He he explodes. And then Paul dies via getting his leg ripped off, which and his whole body pulled through his suit, which, Jesus. 
Uh, yeah, which they were not subtle on that at no, all. No, no, like his face went into his own body and exploded. I was like, Jesus. And then the old captain dude explodes. Yeah, which was kind of fucked. Isn't that interesting, though? That I never realized that. They die in the order they appear. Yeah, I, I like I said, I, I wouldn't have noticed. I'm just weird, I guess. Make fun of me. It's fine. But that's because I always get intrigued just by how they did the shots and everything. Right, you're looking at it from a different angle. Because I'm looking at it from more of a writer's standpoint. Because I'm more of a writer. And you're looking at it from a direction and cinematography standpoint. And I feel like that's why this show does so well. (laughs) I just also love the fact that they did, like, how they did T.J. Miller's death. Like, how they did Paul's death in this. Mm -hmm. Was so... It looked cool. Sorry. It was just... Oh, it was so cool. It was so cool. I saw that behind the scenes, and I was just like... How did they do it? Tell me. Well, they did it in actual water, so they actually... Because they have those special wraps for cameras, because cameras are expensive as shit. If you are anybody who works in the film industry or with (laughs) cameras, you know how that is. Yep. Um, It's a lot of mechanics. But they had had everybody in the water, so they had their crew in the water. They had somebody who props to her... Sitting in the cold water with a boomstick, just high enough. I'm sorry. Fuck that. No. <laughs> I, I've done. I've done boom. It's it's painful because you have to keep your your arms above your head the yeah. entire time. It's not as easy as it looks. And Listen, if you want to think different, then go do it for yourself. I know being a boomstick operator is complicated, Noah. I've seen boogie nights. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> but go on. Shit. I, it was just like. Oh, it was just so cool. So they basically, like kind of use the camera for like some shots too to dip underwater oh, and then yeah, bring yeah. it back up mm-hmm. and it just worked so, so well, well with their focus and it was just like oh it was just so fucking cool I thought you were meaning I'm sp- sorry it just oh it, it just it was so cool I thought you were meaning special effects wise they did something cool no they did some they did a lot of camera work like they worked with actual water and stuff and it was yeah. it, it was just super cool to see how they did that it wasn't like a Cameron production where everybody had to learn how to scuba dive or anything like that. No. No. <laughs> Which, uh... Yeah. Somebody would have to pay me a lot more to do that. Same. But, um... That's really cool. Yeah. But yeah, I like I like this... Another thing I like about this movie is you can tell there's... Somebody looked up the science behind all of this before the script was written. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I and I do have an appreciation for that because that is some of the things where like you don't get with creature features where people actually take the time to uh, take a look and really invest mm-hmm. into um, creating something that scientifically af- uh, scientifically accurate. Right. Well, I mean, if you take a look, I mean, it's in a book, you know. That's true. Start. I don't know if they had that random cutoff or not, but I guess we'll find out. If people can just put a random thing about dicks and dolls. Can we have a day where we don't have technical issues? (laughs) Or someone needs to have a bowel movement in the middle of a recording session? Don't know who that someone would be. Hey, I have irritable bowel syndrome. (laughs) How are you? I'm pretty good, other than my irritable bowel syndrome. Which is something I do medically have, so... Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) Freaking hate your generation. I have a medical excuse for every piece of my behavior. Suck a cock. All right. Maybe they're Deadpool. I know, I'm joking. I'm All obviously right. joking. But anyway, we are back. Sorry about yeah, that, guys. We, we, so we were talking. I thought we were talking about... We're kinda... right, they, they formulate a plan pretty early on, because after they find the the guy who runs the ship, who he elected to stay... Uh, he runs the rig. 
Yeah, which was um, uh, Lucian. Mm-hmm. He's our he's our prime guy. But yeah, we Lucian. were also talking about too. Like, I think we made it to Paul's death, which was extremely brutal. Yeah. But yeah, we were. But I basic, was geeking out too. Basically, their plan is they're gonna go to another research station. They're gonna w- walk across the floor of the ocean in these suits to get to the other we station walk. to um. We hmm? what? That, oh, that yeah. was a clip they released. We, we walked. walked. We, we walked. what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, that one always made me laugh. Just like it says, we what? Yeah. Well, and I love the the dialogue in this movie too, because they're like, "No, I don't. I don't know any of this stuff. I, I I watch a lot of anime, basically. Yeah, I watch anime too. And I'm just over here like, what the hell are we talking about? We're gonna die. Like, <laughs> like. Well, you were explaining too, like how you like that. Like some there was a lot of accuracies to actual math that it was involved with right with like actual underwater equations of like Mm -hmm. well if this were to do this with the pressure yeah that would technically you know i don't know kill a person crush a rig this movie with the rig like slowly tearing apart and all this stuff it kind of because while they're getting the suits on to do the walk you hear the floors above them caving in so it's a very now or never, guys. Um, I really love, too, how they went with the aspect of the pressure ratio mm-hmm. things. Well, it reminded me of the movie Deepwater Horizon, which is about an oil rig that uh, exploded. Which I have not seen yet. That has another wait, wait, wait. sea monster in it, too, though. Isn't that another No, thing? no. It's based on real events, dude. Deepwater Horizon. Maybe I'm thinking of Deepwater Deep Horizon. Her- Deep- yeah, that's probably what you're thinking of. Deepwater Horizon has um, Mark Wahlberg and... Uh, Kurt Russell, and they're on an oil rig, the Deepwater Horizon, which is actually an oil rig that exploded. Wasn't that 2012, 2013? Something like that. So basically what happened in that thing, I'll just say real fast. Um, These people were supposed to check, like, the concrete wall, which is the wall beneath that, like, is supposed to keep pressure when drilling oil. But uh, they didn't do the full check. And the reason they didn't do the full check and the dude straight up says this, which this guy, he was arrested for this, but later got acquitted. Why? Lawyers. Um, good lawyers. No, he ended up, um, they ended up skipping a lot of the checks, and they're like, why are we not paying to do these checks? We're a 14 million, we're, we're, we're a, an $8 million company. And the guy looks at him, that's why we're an $8.6 million or no, $800 million company. And he goes, that's why we're an $8.600 million company. And it's like, okay. (laughs) That doesn't excuse you, but no, exactly. And then the thing freaking exploded and a bunch of people died and, but they're only a number burning. Yeah, exactly. The rig itself from all the oil, it was burning for over, over a hundred days, I think, just in the ocean, just a constant fire. Didn't that wasn't that the BP thing? or Was that an oil spill? No, that was a, the BP thing was an oil spill. I'm pretty sure. To this day is kind of why I'm very iffy when using BP. Same. It says the guy who doesn't drive. Uh, but anyways, um, so they're like, okay, we need six suits, right? Um, Which are very reminiscent, like like resemblant I, of. Um, they remind the me aliens, of, the, or like the alien suit that Ripley used. They do remind me of those alien suits. I was going to say, they kind of reminded me of, because um, it's also underwater, they reminded me of Big Daddy in the... Um, oh, yes, the classic uh, like hydro uh, 
submarine suits. Yeah, from... I'm going to get chastised. Bioshock. Bioshock, thank you. The first Bioshock, and the second. Not Infinite. Yeah, which is still a good game, and mm-hmm. got too much shit. Yes, but in any case, um, so Rodrigo gets a bunch of helmets, and he gives them to everybody, checked them, all that stuff. But then they start submerging themselves in water and start opening the door to the seafloor, but his helmet starts cracking. And we're pretty sure it's because he knew it was going to break, and he knew that they wouldn't leave if they didn't... He didn't want everybody to die just to look for another helmet, because he knew that they were very time-limited, and he knew that the girl who he gave the good helmet to was more valuable to them than he was. So he kind of sacrificed himself... He freaking implodes to the point where it's like a huge shock wave that like pushes out. You know what it kind of reminded me of the special effect? It kind of reminded me of an episode two when the um, when Slave One would drop those bombs in the asteroid yeah. field. The boom, yeah. Mhm. But we get confirmation that he definitely died because while she's walking and there's blood everywhere, just his jaw hits her helmet. Well, yeah, I mean, if the big, giant, bloody, gushy explosion wasn't enough for you people, mm-hmm. that confirms it. Yeah, exactly. And this is a surprisingly gory movie for being PG-13, too. I know, right? <laughs> this is a good gateway horror movie. It was. This is something like, I, I, I love creature features. I mean, you know I love the stuff and the blob, and this was definitely one of my favorites, just because it was such a mellow, yet tension-focused mm. and aliens. I agree. Um, Can you pause it for one second? Yeah, I gave you just one second here, guys. All right, so we're so back. Anyways, to... sorry about that again. More technical difficulties. Uh, blame the guy who bought the microphone. It was me. Um, yeah, he exp- he implodes, and then they get to another. They walk to another area, and then they find a crash ship, and they walk over to that, and this little creature jumps out at them. And then it cuts to it being dead. In, and it's like a... I don't know how to describe it. It's it's a fish, but it's how you would expect a fish to look at that low of... It's kind of like an angler fish. Like, ugly, but... Yeah. Like, yeah. One of those deep dweller mm-hmm. type fish. But then they walk from there to another area, and they see, like... Like, a lot of crazy stuff starts happening. Parts of the ship start falling... One guy gets his his oxygen tank damaged, and they see standing above the entrance like figures. They almost look like shadows, almost. Yeah, humanoid like shadows. Yeah, and those things are terrifying. And they're like, "Did you see that? That's crazy!" And they gotta ride this like cart to another end, and then they start crawling underwater one by one. Always a great sign. And Paul dies. Because one of the creatures followed them in and rips his leg off. Yeah, that's what we were talking about, too, where he gets his really gory death. I was like, damn. Damn. Yeah. Exactly. But I will say, as racist as this is about to sound, mm-hmm. you know, fine, cancel me for being truthful. It was nice to not have somebody of race have the most brutal death for once. I'm sorry, you didn't find the implosion brutal. Shock. That was very sudden. It's Brutal, but I... It would be a shitty way to die, dude. It would be a shitty way to die. You'd probably feel it for a fraction of a second. Yeah, that's true. I, I've, of all the ways that people die in this movie... Why is my voice getting deeper? 
Of all the ways to die in this movie, that's probably what I would pick, just because of how quick it is. <laughs> he really just got a wet. I don't know. Yeah. The fuck? The fuck? And then, yeah, it was over. Yeah. He closed his eyes, too. Because <laughs> he was like, here it comes. Here comes the death. Well, that yeah. one would have been the worst part, because he's like, eh, well, fuck. Yeah. He watched, he watched the crack move across the screen. Move across his helmet. If it was me, I would have been like... That would have been the worst part of that. Just feeling yeah, the attention of being like, oh... Right, because your heart rate's going up, and you're like, well, this is it. There's nothing they can do. This is how I die. That's great. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> Like you said, I mean, compared to Paul's death, I mean, he really, like, lucked out. Like, he really Mm -hmm. lucked out. Yeah. Paul is the only one that has a brutal death, because, honestly, because after this, they do more sea walking, and Lucian and her, like, get separated because the creepy things start, like, circling them, like they're hunters, you know? Yeah, what you get the get the idea that they are really humanoid apex like predators like yeah. they, they they love toying with their prey but they like they both start going upward at an alarming rate which causes extreme pressure to hit their suits and he like he has her go back down and he explodes too and then she makes it to another base that was like abandoned and it was like the first base cuz there's another suit there that she uses which is more primitive Right. Yeah. And then, like, they're about to get to the main area and the main place they're trying to get to with the escape pods. And one of the things jumps on her and, like, tries to swallow her whole. Which was, like, terrifying imagery. That was the most weird vor bullshit I think I've ever seen. Vor bullshit? What do you mean? Because you see how, like, Unhinges its its whole jaw. It imagine Pennywise. Yeah, when he undoes his jaw and pushes out his gums and teeth. Mm-hmm. But if he had tried to like basically like swallow the kids entirely, like, like it's kind of like Georgie's arm in that one scene. Mm-hmm. Um, no, more or less. It's like it chapter two when he eats the little girl. Yep. Yeah, imagine that, but with a helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was like, what the fuck? She's able to shoot a flare through it, and they're all like hanging out in these holes above the entrance. And then the holes that they're hanging out with on this solid piece, the the piece moves. And we see Noah's favorite part. Oh yeah, that was my favorite. Um, You get to see like this, you hear this like deep grumble, and then you notice... It's fucking Cthulhu. Which people, it's it's a giant sea monster with tentacles, but they have confirmed it as Cthulhu. Yes. <laughs> oh like, god, what? it was. It blew my mind because when I was in theaters, it this is the best tension mm-hmm. because it was like, oh shit, the music was kind Very, of like a yeah. like a like a mesmerizing, like what the fuck is yeah. that? Because you knew it was going to be horrifying, but then you, you heard all it. the grumbling and the gurgling, and that like finally spots her, and then he mm-hmm. starts to get up, yeah. and it's like. Oh, he was sitting down. They were all attached. Yep. He's a big motherfucker. And you just start freaking out because you're like, oh. He reminds me a lot of the kaiju in Pacific Rim. Yeah, I think that's where they got like a lot of their inspiration. For sure. Um, For but sure. No, like hearing that in the theater just booming oh, yeah, his boom. with that whole, whole growl as he's standing up. I was sitting there like, hell no. <laughs> what the fuck? Like that was just... So cool. I really hope this gets a sequel because they said there could be one in the works. So I was like, I don't let that. the critics bullshit you because 
we we need more simplistic blockbuster movies like this that are just kind of like a they're like a popcorn movie, but they're like one of those theater ones that actually are entertaining. You wanna you wanna hear a a bad sequel pitch for this movie? Hmm. Call it. Cthulhu comes to the surface and starts destroying cities like Cloverfield. And you know what you call it? Hmm. Underwater, and the, that's the title, and then below it, Landfall. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts? Opinions? <laughs> it's no longer underwater. <laughs> it should have been Landslide. Landslide. Why would it be Landslide? I don't know, it just seems it, like if they it, were going to do a premise that dumb. is a mountain, like, with... Oh, if it was a stupid title, I see. Well, Landfall would be like he's coming to land. I like how we're debating a hypothetical stupid title for a dumb sequel to a movie. Hey, um, you never know. We might be asked to come up with a name for a dumb sequel one day. That's true. I will say, even if the script sucked, if they came to us and were like, why don't you guys direct it, you, and they showed us a paycheck, we'd both be like, I don't yeah. care. I get to do visuals. Are you kidding? Yeah, exactly. I get to keep props. People could be like, that was a shit movie. And I'm like, yeah. But the costume and the cinematography were cool, so um, I don't really care. Cast me in it as someone who's just, like, kind of like, freaking out the whole time. Kind of like the people who are, you know, all rude to Zack Snyder. I'm like, yeah, and he still gets to keep batterings and shit, but exactly. you don't. <laughs> like, I want to I wanna be in that movie and scream very high-pitchedly when anything bad happens. Like, ah, oh, that'd just be so much fun. That seems like yeah. so much fun. But in any case, they, they get out of their, their suits, which they do explain why they're just in underwear. Because the suits you need, you can't wear clothes inside of them, so that's their reasoning for having Jessica Henwick and which and, the, and Kristen Stewart running around just in people underwear. might say that's lazy. My my thing though too is that like it made sense to you me. you see Sigourney's butt in the original Alien when yeah. she's wearing that uniform, and this is clearly like I said like a, an homage to the original Alien. Yeah, movie. that's probably why they came up with those kind of designs for the suits but, as well. I also, it, like, it makes sense. If you're going to go into a big suit. You need room to move around. Yeah, I mean, you're you're already, and, and the fact of weight. Yep. Which you guys can, you know, debate that all you want, but the fact is you're also in a giant suit mm-hmm. that's heavy enough to keep you from floating 200 feet, so you'll get the bends, possibly, yep. mm-hmm. and so you don't float away, and you're also trying to move said suit under immense water pressure and gravity. Yeah. Like, imagine... Imagine for, like... Because it has to be airtight, this thing. And they're trying to make, like, as much room as possible devoted to its main function, but you can still move around in it. So, like, imagine every day you put on your clothes, you also had to put on another set of clothes above it. That's how uncomfortable it would be to wear clothes while in this thing. Do you, yeah. get, you get what I'm saying? It's a very tight fit and not something you really want to have to deal with. Right, exactly. I mean, not that I would be underwater in the first place. Exa- no, no, God no. Sea World's my my thing, and even Jaws three makes you like, mm, yeah. What if a sea creature did that? I would rather wake up in a hospital than underwater. I'd be confused either way, but at least I'd be in a hospital. Yeah. Unless you got some Silent Hill going there. Oh, God. Or like, oh, there's a... I haven't seen it yet, but there's a movie on Netflix where a guy is an engineer on, like, a NASA flight. And he, um... He... he, While he's fixing some stuff, he hits his head. 
So he's unconscious when they take off. So he's on the flight when he wakes up, like, thousands of miles away from Earth. And they're like, it's a five-year mission. Guess you're stuck with us. And it's like, mm, hell no. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> like, that's a nightmare. Like, <laughs> that is why you are only the guinea pig when you go to space. <laughs> yep. But in any case, um, they find the escape pods. Of course, classic uh, movie plot points. Uh, two of them work. One of them doesn't. Yeah, which this movie does have an alternate ending. Where it does work, or she just figures out how to get it? Um, because, um, she's able to, I, I don't remember if it was, she was able to get the other one to work, or there was enough room for both. It was just going to be a tight fit, but they could have made it work. Oh, okay. But a, a subplot of this movie we didn't really mention, because it's mentioned very sparingly and with taste, I might add is that she had a fiancé who did the same job as her who died while doing this. So that's partly the reason why she's okay with staying behind, is because she would get to see him again, you know, in in the afterlife, I suppose. Yeah, but not the Ghostbusters afterlife. No. Which I don't think is much better. <laughs> hey, hey, I haven't seen it yet. I will no, I, I mean, like, I don't think an afterlife in the Ghostbusters universe would be that much better. <laughs> oh, yeah, can you imagine being a ghost? And it's like, well, I guess I have to terrorize people. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a... Or being chased by a terror, terror hound. Yeah. Although, terror dog. Although I will... Oh, yeah. The but. dog from Ghostbusters. Um, I will say, though, that was my dream job as a kid. I wanted to be a Ghostbuster really bad. Yeah, I wouldn't want to subject it, because then you get to meet things like, you know, what you see in Ghostbusters, and then you get to meet Cthulhu and all this other shit. See, and... I wasn't thinking about that as a small child, though. I was just thinking it would be fun. <laughs> Until you realize you don't make jack shit for again, money. Again, <laughs> again, I wasn't thinking about money when I was a kid. You know why? I was a kid. The concept didn't exist. All I knew as a kid was my mom pulled out magical green pieces of paper, handed them to the man, and then I had Cheetos. Okay? That's all that was happening in my brain. It wasn't any bills or the fact that the reason they're super lucky that they could charge a lot to the hotel after their first job is the fact that they were almost out of money completely. Okay, that wasn't my thought. My thought was it looked fun. Yeah. I always didn't like the fact that there was ghosts. So I was like, ah, nope, that's not for me. Yeah. Same thing like with this whole underwater thing where I'm just like, also, I'm also kind of like, with these movies, like, do they ever like look further into shit like that? What do you mean? Like, do they ever think to themselves, like, hmm, shady corporation, maybe we should take a look a little deeper into this? Well, I'm sure this is one of those shady corporations that's so rich that if a, you know, if a, if a reporter well, tried to under uncover something, they would get I'm a, not even a Karen Page attempt, you know what I mean? I'm not even talking about a Lois Lane deal. I'm just talking about one of their employees just looking like, well, this is somewhere I don't want to be. Oh, a whistleblower? Yeah, just they probably get paid really well though. I mean, <laughs> even for them just to be like But then again, you know, it's kinda like the person like who would work at a fucking pizza rundown pizzeria with killer animatronics for five nights and then Here go back go for again. a sixth night. Here we go again. You know why? Because they pro again the security guard for that place probably gets paid bank. Oh yeah, they showed what you make. How much is it? Like six figures? <laughs> By the end of the week I think you make uh it's close to like five thousand dollars. Yeah, worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's worth it. 
You fucking kidding me? <laughs> being shoved in an with the possibility of being shoved in an animatronic suit with cross beams and wires, so you feel every bone and skull just cave into each other. Yep, worth it. Worth it. <laughs> worth. You can it also get worth. Fired. You can you can also get fired for smelling bad. From worth all it. the sweat and other shit, worth that it. you have to go through. <laughs> I'll show you one video; they'll change your mind. <laughs> worth it. So he's the kind of guy who wants to go head-to-head with Cthulhu and see how that works out. Worth it. Worth it. I'd at least get to say I saw Cthulhu. If I survive. That means the world is fucked. Yeah, but I saw If Cthulhu existed... I mean, maybe he does in the deep depths, and luckily humans have it, like, you know, fucked the ozone layer so much that we've, like, you know, had him awaken. That's why I completely (laughs) understand the concept when someone's like, I hope the world ends while I'm still around. I want to see it. You know what I mean? Like, it's a weird headspace, but I get it. I don't want to see Cthulhu, because then I know... I'm insane? No! It means that if I see Cthulhu, there's a shit ton of other stuff that I should be much more worried about. Oh, so you're afraid of confirmation of something, because it'll confirm a lot of other things? Um, Yeah, if Cthulhu exists, that (laughs) probably means H.P. Lovecraft wasn't on drugs... And or that, racist. I'm kidding. Yeah, he definitely was. And then <laughs> all of the shit that he saw and wrote down, it's all coming our way. And probably worse. Yeah. And I don't want to have to deal with that. Like okay. The Color Out of Space with Nicolas Cage. Great movie as well. That's uh, another great feature work. You wouldn't want to feature. deal with a Mandy situation either. I'd much rather deal with a Mandy situation where, where drugs have that kind of effect on you. Because at least... You're so fucking crazy, you have no idea what's happening anymore. Freaking that chainsaw? God damn no. Okay? That thing was longer than this building we're in. Like, that chainsaw was huge. They still have that as a prop. Awesome. But in any case, um... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, she she blows up the rig. Yeah, which we get confirmation after the movie. She obviously dies, but we get confirmation after the movie Mm -hmm. that she uh that the uh creatures were spotted so cthulhu has made his way towards the surface as he's now pretty fucking pissed off but we also get confirmation that like the two people lived the two people lived and and became whistleblowers and well no they didn't because everything's getting covered up by the company so at the end if there's any winner it's the company can never fight the company like they say an alien Mm mm-hmm Otherwise, they'll send an android to kill you because you know too much. (laughs) But I do find that quite interesting that, like, that's how they kind of, like, do some of the credits. Like, they show, like, what they did with Godzilla 2014. Yeah, or or Kong, Godzilla versus Kong. Or Kong versus Godzilla. Whichever was most Godzilla versus Kong. Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's underwater. I enjoyed. Thanks for having me watch this for the show. Yeah, I really wish I could have watched it with you with because uh, we had our surround sound. But yeah, I was like, mm. yeah, I wanted to see your reaction to Cthulhu because that that one really blew my mind. Nope. I was like, that made me excited. I was like, it's just the sound effects, like the sound mixing for that, doubled with the running and shit. Like it just, it was such a visually awesome scene where it was like, this is horrifying and also just mm-hmm. holy shit. Like the music goes from mesmerizing to goddamn. Remember, she's fucked now, and it's like, oh. No, that's that's why I wear <laughs> headphones because I always have surround sound. 
It's literally surrounding me. My ears. Don't give your fucking sigh of derision. <laughs> Don't have the expression like I'm your child and I and you failed with me because I like Star Trek more than Star Wars or some bullshit reason like that. Like, don't give me that. Well, that's not true, kid. He needs to like them equally. <laughs> ah, well, without further ado, um, check oh, yeah, this out for yourselves. Like okay, yeah. sure. Check this out for yourselves. Thanks for listening to um, us vacuum push garbage into the ether of the internet, <laughs> as we always do. Yes, and uh, this is a, like a great, like um, I think we said earlier, this is a kind of a great um, segue movie into horror. It's not too yeah. gory. It has its moments, but I think it's actually quite tame for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a Goosebumps movie. But yeah, if you're ever showing anybody, like, okay. you know, if you maybe you have a teenager or something, or you have a group of friends that you kind of just want to ease them into, like, horror films and maybe check out Alien, um, this is kind of the perfect start for it. It's not mm-hmm. too intense, um, but it's also not too little or too lacking. Yeah. Um, and can bring some tension, so... Mm-hmm. Um, for those who have HBO Max, uh, it's on there. Yep, and if you didn't, we're not being sponsored by them, but I highly suggest they have some really good movies on there now. Uh, you can watch a fair amount of the of the new um, DC series. You can watch like Superman and Lois, and then Star Girl, mm-hmm. um, and then they Back also Woman. they also have a lot of the Godzilla movies on there and stuff still mm-hmm. from the classic era, and then the Kurosawa whole... flicks. And then they, yep, they have those, and then they have the new MonsterVerse American stuff. So they have, they have a whole lot of stuff. And then the Sopranos movie will be on there too, along with the Sopranos. So there's a lot of good stuff there for you guys to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, without further ado, he's been the Tanya Shoemaker. He's been Noah Sweeto. And this has been Film Nerds Hour. Thank you. Say so long, everyone.